Let's do it. Welcome back to the stars made me do it. We're here. We are ready. We are rambling. It's Sierra here. We also have Mimi and Martha. Yay. We got the fire storm, the fire trio. We are ready to go. I'm excited to ramble. It's been a while since we like actually rambled. And I know that's my favorite. (laughs) We keep going on like these mini rambles. I'm like, we got to save it. We got to remember to bring this back up again. But I don't think any of my rambles are are ones that I said I need to bring these up again. So let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Eternal, eternal rambles. They'll come back up eventually. And before we get into it, remember to follow us on social media at the stars made me podcast. You can follow Mimi at Mimi's.me and HarveyMountain.alchemy. You can follow Martha at divine alignment with Martha, and you can follow me over at magical.bookclub. And don't forget that we're on Patreon as well. And yeah, come, come interact, come chat with us, come ramble with us because we're ready to go. Who wants to start? For sure. I'll go. I have a new segment that I wanted to bring in. So um, I'm scrolling Reddit as I do. And do you guys know about these? Am I the asshole stories? Do you know about this? Yeah. Okay. It's a major subreddit. Uh, (laughs) It's a major subreddit where basically tell their people tell their stories and they ask everyone, they ask the users, am I the asshole in this situation? Mm -hmm. And I thought this one was funny. And I thought the segment would be cool where I read out the, am I the asshole? And then we assess what we think they are based off of the story what we i'm obsessed i love okay. this is everything this okay. is everything All right. thank you for not oh. telling us before recording because it just made such the reaction that was legit <laughs> so i picked a story that was kind of lighthearted because there's a lot of intention i'm like you know what we don't need to get into that so um am i the asshole for pretending to be an appletarian I got the idea a few weeks ago to prank my friends by pretending to be an appletarian, meaning somebody who only eats food products that are derived from apples and would only drink apple juice or apple cider. I told them all that I had read on the internet that eating only apples was the healthiest thing for you. When I first told them, they thought I was joking, but they underestimated how committed I would be to a joke. So whenever in the presence of one of my friends, I was careful to only be seen eating apples or drinking apple juice or cider. (laughs) Apples whole, apples diced, apple sauce, the inside of an apple pie, baked apples, candy apples with the chocolate shaved off, etc. Finally, after about a week, they bought that I had become an appletarian. They started giving me information about how unhealthy it was (laughs) to only eat apples and growing increasingly exasperated by it. Some of them even got angry, but I wanted to stick with the joke. Finally, after the end of three weeks, I walked into what I was told was a movie night, but was actually an intervention for me. (laughs) They were all super concerned about my well-being and had all sorts of information or whatever. Finally, I started laughing hysterically. They were confused as hell, so I told them I had been faking it the whole time and had been eating real meats outside their knowledge. Meals outside their knowledge. I even took out some beef jerky from my pant pocket to prove it and I munched it. I thought they'd appreciate the joke, but they were actually really annoyed. My girlfriend even broke up with me over this because a few days ago I had ruined our date night when I told the waiter I only wanted apples because I was an appletarian and she said I had embarrassed her for a dumb chip. <laughs> In my opinion, the joke was solid and they should appreciate my commitment to the prank. But did I go too far? Am I the asshole? They're not an asshole, but their asshole would not feel good after all those apples. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> For real. Seriously, though. Okay. So, like, Taurus Gemini. 
You think? I was thinking Gemini too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And definitely feel the Gemini. And And Virgo. Oh. Oh. I feel like a Virgo might not. I don't know. I think a Virgo would get too nervous about committing to it. Like, I think they, (laughs) like, a Taurus would be like, guess themselves. I don't know. I think that a Taurus Gemini, like, placement situation where they're like, oh, I am sticking to this. And Taurus have weird humor. So, like, this weird ass, like, you know, Appletarian, like, that seems very Taurus to me. But a Gemini would just get such a kick out of, like, this joke. And the fact that it was going on so long would make them find it more funny. But the Taurus stay power, that's where I'm feeling. I yeah, definitely the, I, could feel the fixed energy. Sorry, Martha. I could feel the fixed energy, but I did not think a Taurus would be able to have that like regime. Like if they want a certain snack and their friend is around, they're going to want to eat that fucking snack and they're going to not mm. stick to the joke. So I thought it was Aquarius. Like I definitely felt mm. Aquarius Gemini. Would Guillaume also, do this year? Yeah. And then I literally thought this person could also be Scorpio. So I was like, this person is yeah. Guillaume. This is, this is Guillaume. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I think it would depend on the order of that. Cause Guillaume as an Aquarius sun, Gemini moon and Scorpio rising would never do that ever. But like mm-hmm. somebody, but if it was Gemini rising, Stefan, are you listening? Because he tells me like, he loves like playing this kind of Frankie stuff. Yeah. And I don't know, Martha. Yeah. And Martha. Yeah. I would, I would. Would you? Yeah. Oh my yes, God. That's a hundred percent my humor. Mind you, my like Libra Mars or I'm not Mm. sure what part of me but the people pleasing side of me wouldn't want to take it too long but I definitely do it for a full night like my family would fully expect that from me and be like you're an idiot (laughs) after but I don't know I said Virgo because Virgos I feel like are so particular with food and stuff that I would believe a Virgo if they Mm -hmm. came up with that Mm -hmm. I'd be like right because literally every <laughs> vegan ever, no shame to vegans. I was vegan for a while, but every vegan ever is a Virgo. Like they're so okay yeah. with sticking to their regime and like having yeah. that. Like I feel like a Virgo would legit do that. Would do that not as a joke. Yeah, not as like... a joke. <laughs> That's they're the all thing, about though. Purity. Yeah, I don't know that a Virgo would do it as a joke, mm-hmm. but I get what you're saying with the Taurus and snacks. But I don't know. I don't know. I, we can definitely and then what conclude is the Gemini. girlfriend for breaking up with him because of the joke. She's the Virgo. <laughs> okay, I like, understand her being annoyed, I get it. but like how long <laughs> yeah. are they dating? Yeah, no, yeah. I don't know. But also it only went on three weeks and it was like, you got embarrassed at a dinner. I mean, I don't have the ages on this, but it seems like kind of a younger, a younger couple. Okay, but like I'm the yeah, like if I'm the girlfriend in this situation and like the person that I'm dating does this super long committed like joke to them that's like fucking with my daily life, I would I would be like uh, I don't know if I'd break up with them over it, but it would certainly be not okay with me. I don't know. And the question is, did she break up with him at the dinner like that night, or when she found out it was a joke and then got angry because he she when she found out it was the joke? Yeah, yeah. That's the question because mm. if it was like she broke Trying up with to him be because supported. of it, yeah, yeah, then it's like why didn't you just support him? He was an Appletarian. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, <laughs> Appletarian. So that's my "Am I the Asshole?" segment. We've decided Aquarius Gemini vibes. Yeah, I'm down. We for that. we're solid on Gemini vibes. <laughs> There's mm. definitely Gemini there. Definitely Gemini. <laughs> Oh man, I love this segment. 
So I'll try and find some some more good ones in the future because I love it. I had fun reading them. Who else has got a ramble? Martha, what I you have a ramble. Go Just one it. second. Oh yeah, I started talking about this with one of you, and then I was like, we got to save it for the ramble. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I wanted to know where fear lies in mm. the astrology chart because oh. I'm afraid of everything everything in the dog and um i think it, a lot of it comes from leo energy which because leos huh. are supposed to be brave i feel like it's a lot of overcoming fear i feel like a lot of leos are scared of a lot of things that's so interesting Ooh. that has not been my experience at all like i feel like leo has the like drive to be courageous and will always kind of bring courage but i think maybe leo scorpio put those together it's like the wanting to hide and literal fear and then leo saying but you have to be brave so like pushing you even further into fear. not to be mm. yeah because i could see with it a couple of leos me, i know hmm. it reminds me of the lion in um the yellow brick road what's that movie the Wizard of Oz. Oh, The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. He's like looking for his courage, right? And he's like scared of things. Yeah. No, you're right. Because there is like, I'm just thinking of a couple of Leo placements that I know some of them are just like fiery badass. Like there's nothing stopping them. What is fear? But I think some of them are like, I get what you're saying though, because it's so much about courage. You have to move through fear to show your courage. So mm. maybe some of them are just... I don't know, conquering it more actively than others. But I think both of the Leo placements that I know that I could see them being afraid of things, like not that they still come across as confident, but like maybe being afraid of things, they both have prominent Virgo in their chart too. So I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I would like, if you look at where Aries, or not, sorry, my God, Mimi thinking Aries, like it's all about Aries. Uh, if you look at where <laughs> Leo is in your chart or where Virgo is in your chart, and I also think where Scorpio is in your chart, like where in that, what house do you really feel like you have the most fear? So like for me, Leo is my first house. Scorpio is my fourth house. And Virgo is my second house. So like where, it, which house do I have the most fear in? Because I feel like for me, it would be that Scorpio energy is where I have more fear. Yeah, well, planetary-wise, we would mm. be looking at Pluto, right, for fear? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's interesting. Mm. Yeah, and Chiron. But Pluto is an interesting planet because it doesn't move very quick. So there's, like, full generations of everyone with Pluto and Scorpio. Yeah. So it's like, are we all afraid of the same things? Yeah, that's where looking at the outer planets is sort of you have to be really careful about that because you could generalize such a huge group of people mm -hmm. and saying, oh, well, Pluto and Scorpio, they're all afraid of sex, you know, and like that's such a generalization. And that's when you look at the rising sign of each person and what mm -hmm. house that Pluto lays in and any aspects made to Pluto. I like the idea of looking at Leo, actually, because I never would have thought that. And at first I was like, I don't know, but I'm thinking about me and like my Leo I have my Jupiter in Leo and I have it intercepted in the eighth house. So it's like, it's pretty hidden and it's just coming more and more available to me. But like a huge thing that I, I would say something that I have a fear of, or like brings up anxiety is being 
is seeming like I, maybe that's my moon, but like, it's seeming like I, I'm, I'm not capable of something or, hmm. um, I'm just thinking like, I like a big fear of like ordering off of a menu in French, you know? And like, if I'm hmm. in front of somebody who, like, if I'm in front of Guillaume who knows me in English, like absolutely 0%, am I going to order off of a menu in French, like while I'm learning, you know, if mm. I have to be the brave one, if I'm, if I was with a group of Americans who didn't speak any French, yeah. I'm ordering for everybody. But like, if I'm with a group of French people, I feel like it is like part of like a pressure in a way, but I do think it is like, that's kind of my fear of even like how I have not like mastered, or even tried to master again, like driving stick shift. Cause I have this fear of not being capable but also but how like, does that connect to the eighth house that's exactly that seems more like 10th house to me yeah I guess like at first I was thinking putting myself in the spotlight when I first started going into this and then as I'm talking I feel like it is a little bit more of my moon coming out because I'm feeling more of those Capricorn vibes but then that could be related to I don't know yeah I'm not sure then I guess, I guess with that Leo placement, but I think I have felt more and more confident. Like, even if I don't know what I'm doing, I'm trying anyways. And I feel like that is a little bit more of moving through the courage of Leo, but yeah, I think mine actually might have to do more with like feeling capable, like having a fear of feeling capable or not. And that would hmm. be more 10th house Capricorn. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I just think of Leo as being as uninhibited courage you know like in its essence that's how I think of it when you brought up like look where it is in the chart mm. I would look at my third house for Leo mm. but I have a zero fear around chatting with people and being in community no fear at all for that so where Leo actually shows up in my chart I'm not afraid mm-hmm. but I'm afraid of just everything else that people don't see. I feel like where mm. Leo's not in my chart. And I, even if we go to Scorpio, speaking about myself in particular, and then Pluto, I both have both of those in my sixth house. Mm. I'm not really afraid of routine and things like that. The things I'm afraid of in life. So maybe this is the way we should come at it. Okay. I'm yeah. afraid of the dark. I'm afraid of being alone. I'm afraid of people coming in, like breaking into my home. So what, is that this is totally a moon thing? I feel like this is totally a moon thing, right? Mm. Because that's you, those are so many Scorpio things, like a, a a fierce need of being like so protected that you cannot let anything in. in yeah, like in fear that of way. violation. Yeah, and mine is like a fear of not being like achieving greatness. competence. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know. So then, what are you afraid, Mimi? Um, well, we're really just outing ourselves here this episode. <laughs> I'm over here. I'm afraid of Appletarians. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, that would fit my Taurus moon. I think I'm most afraid of um, like losing meaningful relationships and meaningful connections with people. Mm. And uh, I guess like, I don't know. There's something about like things just not mattering, like what nothing matters. But I think that's just like depression talking. I don't know that that's my Taurus moon talking. So well, something about chronic mental illness. (laughs) No, but like connection is something like either a lack of connection or not feeling a connection or not finding meaning in it. I don't know. There's something Mm. there that has to do with connections. I don't know if that goes with Taurus. I think I really, I think I like for my own chart and maybe 
you know, I just don't have that like moon fear thing, but maybe some too, right? Fear of instability, fear of change in a way. Uh, But I think for me, where I equate my fears is definitely my fourth house, because I always relate anything that I'm afraid of to like my family history or to my Mm -hmm. childhood, you know, and the way that my inner world and my inner emotions work. So Mm -hmm. I think that's how I relate to fear in my chart. And that's why I do equate, you know, when you think archetypically Scorpio is fear, but how it shows up in every person in a modern kind of approach can be different. Okay, let's look at that for the fourth house. So that makes sense for me if fear lies in the fourth house because I have Virgo ruling my fourth house and I'm very much control freaky around like everything at home. Mm -hmm. And when I can't control what's going into my body, when I can't control like what's happening in my space, that really makes me afraid of things. That would also fit Scorpio on your sixth then. Yes. Okay, so Sierra. I was going to say, this is very Pluto Scorpio related in general, because the first thing that like, I still am trying to figure out exactly how it shows up for me with that eighth house because of that, like that's where my Leo is, but it's something about that kind of, I don't know, like eighth house ruling, you know, Scorpio, Pluto. And then we're talking about Scorpio Mm -hmm. and Pluto. Like maybe there is something to it, like where your Scorpio and Pluto and eighth house are in your chart. I think there is something with fears going around all of those things because oh, yeah. my Pluto, eighth... sorry, no, no, no. What about eighth house? Well, I was just going to say my eighth house is Pisces. There's my connection right there. Oh you know. yeah. Deep connection. Afraid of mm. losing those deep connections. Yeah. 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 Very Piscean. I don't know. Mm. And so, yeah, my Pluto's in Scorpio in the 11th. Um. Mm. I don't know how that. Okay. Let's talk about your fourth house. Cause I like that theory. What's your fourth house ruled by Aries? Yeah. Do you see that showing up in fears? I don't know. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Yeah. You just said that you like the fear of not being seen as capable. Like that's all not just Capricorn. That's it's also very Capricorn. Aries. Yeah. Cardinal. Yeah. Cardinal. Yeah. Could show up that way. Hmm, interesting let us know how fear shows up in your chart yeah that is an interesting topic and I I mean I love the water houses I love talking about the water houses because it is like it is your inner world the fourth house is your literal like inner world inner emotion who you are at your core the eighth house is like though that inner self that you're not really wanting to share as much or that you're Mm -hmm. afraid of letting shine and then that 12th house is your inner connection to like higher self to spirituality and so on the eighth house or the water houses to me are always so that's like a true way to get to know somebody you know I like that too with just like the like thinking about the water houses and I wouldn't say it's one of my fears but something that is just like I I cannot handle is miscommunication and my mercury is in the 12th house and and it's right next to my like Lilith which we haven't talked about, but like that rightful Mm. rage. And if ever, like there is miscommunication based on misunderstanding, I'm like, we need to clear it up right now. That's not what I said. This is what Mm. I said. Like, that's something where I would be so like, again, it's not a fear, but it's a worry maybe of that somebody Mm. would misunderstand me and think something differently of me because of it. Like you can think what you want of me as long as there's a clear understanding. (laughs) If that makes sense. Is your Mercury conjunct Lilith? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Cause I don't see that as fear of being misunderstood. I see that as like 
not being afraid of misunderstood because you're untamed. You You want freedom in your words. You can say what the hell you want. Mm. Yeah, I guess I, I might, it's not freedom. It's more, you're right. It's sorry. It's not fear. It's more of a need, like a need to be, uh, to share and like a need to be understood or like a need to explain a need to explain. Mm. That's kind of what it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We should do yeah. an episode about Lilith because I really yeah. like it. I know. Yeah. I'd I love know. to. I don't know enough about Lilith. It's on the list. Let's research it. Yeah. 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 All yeah, right. Thanks, Martha. That's cool. It is cool. I think we talked about this in one of the rambles, but I'm bringing it back because I find it really interesting. We were talking about, and like, I know Martha's about to jump on this, different types of not just only mm. jigsaw puzzles but different types of puzzles and like what type of like, oh my God, I saw this, this lady, this like older lady on the train today, just like in Sudoku. And like, that is a form of torture. That's for me. me. Oh my I God. love Sudoku. Love. Like yeah. absolutely fucking not. No. I, so anyways, I want to talk about like the different types of puzzle, maybe like strategy or whatever. Like I'm a spatial puzzle person, like putting like, you know, kind of Tetris situation. I like the Tetris games that aren't with time. Like I like getting to look at the space. (laughs) Don't stress me out. Yeah. I don't like it for relaxation. I play this one game. It's like called like Woody puzzle or something. And it's basically like tetris but not moving where you like place the blocks and then you like delete the rows and like that is so satisfying for me but i don't know but a sudoku like is a form of punishment do we consider word search a puzzle mm, i mean like we can for the sake of this like it's a mind sure. game yeah because like word searches and sudokus are like sign me the hell up yeah yes but you know i don't see like sudoku as like a puzzle it's like i don't know once you understand the system behind it it becomes very easy okay so no i I feel like it very much it satisfies my scorpio moon of like i uncovered this hidden language of how you're supposed to figure it out and now i know the code and i can do it so easily Mm. yeah i mean it is a puzzle like i love in spanish like a puzzle like rompecabezas translates to headbreaker and it's literally just like uh it's just it is a puzzle because it's your mind trying to figure out like what fits where and how um I love Sudoku I've always loved Sudoku and I can't even think of any other kind of puzzles but um I don't know I'm thinking about that yeah because like I know that some people are like I know actually a couple of like major Libra placements in my life love a jigsaw puzzle and like that is their form of relaxing that is like they they really love that and also like um i know like tara and sabrina like would like dive into that like cousin cousins and those puzzles i really want to love but i love like the first third of it and then i'm kind of done yeah what's a jigsaw puzzle it's just a regular puzzle yeah i'm just oh, different okay. why do we yeah. say j- jigsaw because you cut it up with a saw that uses a jig to cut it in like the specific kind the of, type of pattern. Yeah. Like that oh, pattern okay. that it's cut into. It's like a picture that's like sawed apart, you know? Oh, okay. But now in modern times, they just use like computers. Machines. To- <laughs> yeah. 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 But if I were to just say puzzle, I feel like it's a big term. So that's why I wanted to specify mm. that I'm not just talking about jigsaw puzzles, but 
Um, mm. but yeah, they would like do that. Like we would hang out like all night long and they would be putting together a puzzle and I'd be like on the couch, like you guys are doing great. You know, that's not my, mm. that's not my vibe. But then like, what about like mystery puzzles where like you want to solve a crime or like interactive board games, like that's sort of a puzzle where you're trying to like clue in a way, but you're working together. See, like yeah. I totally like don't consider room. that a puzzle, but I love clues. It's a mind like a game. Candlestick in the living room. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Puzzles to me are only fun if I'm okay. I grew up and my brother's been like a puzzle obsessed person, and I'm just like, okay, you do that. I'm not going to join. But my partner broke his foot last year, and my mother mm-hmm. bought a puzzle, and he was doing the puzzle and was having a very hard time with it. And I only enjoyed doing it because I was better at it than him. <laughs> <laughs> now that is Leo. percent. Yeah. I have one of my close friends. She's a Leo rising. And I mean, so am I, but I've my Taurus. I'm not very competitive with games and stuff like that because I don't care. Um, often I win anyway. So it's like, fine, whatever. But she is <laughs> You're so fucking competitive, competitive. <laughs> not with games, not with card games. I am not because I'm just like, hey, I'm here to play. Like I love playing card games and I don't care about winning because I'm enjoying just like playing and hanging out in silence playing this card game Me too. but I my one friend who's a Leo rising she gets so competitive with games and she knows herself she's like I am not in a in a headspace where I can play games right now because I will throw a tantrum if I lose and it's like all right good for you for knowing that that's great yeah self-aware I'm competitive I, with other things for sure but not cards I understand that about cards because I feel like cards are just luck. So I don't understand mm-hmm. getting really competitive about, about them. Mind you, some people like count cards and stuff. But for me, I'm just playing because it's fun to play. But I agree. I do always somehow win card games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, the release, it's the release of like, oh, I need to win this. And you're just like, hey, I'm just here to have fun. and Yeah. And it just I'm annoys everyone anyway. around. That's why no one likes playing cards with me because I'm like relaxed and then I win. It's like, I just want to play. I totally am a competitive person and I, I like, I don't lead with it, but I am like, I'm competitive with myself. It's like, Mm. that's more like what I'm competitive with. And so that's why I love games that have like a slight amount of strategy but also luck. So like, that's why clue is something that I'm all about because it's not just strategy. It's like, you still have to roll the dice. You still have to get a number and find your way around to the rooms and everything. Like there Mm -hmm. is like that kind of strategy versus luck to it, or I don't know, Mm -hmm. any sort of, any sort of games like that, where there's a little bit of yeah, I don't know. Again, like the, so, the one train game that I love, the Aventure du Rail. I don't remember hmm. what it's called in English. Um, Ticket to Ride, Ticket to Ride, there where, you, go, yeah. you know, you have like, at first I was like, absolutely fucking not. And then I got into it where it's like, I learned the rules and okay, like we need some strategy, but also like you get the colored cards that you get. Like I like when there's something like that, as opposed to just like pure strategy, that mm-hmm. is not my jam. Yeah. So let's talk astrology with this. Yeah. Is is um let's talk about competitiveness okay obviously we can say fire signs but mm-hmm. i feel like it's more than that yeah yeah because it's- capricorn is competitive too that like i was gonna say card to be on top but i don't think libra is that competitive then, that's exactly what my brain when i was like cardinal signs but not libra so i don't know yeah exactly <laughs> Exactly. But I think that it maybe depends on the game because I know a lot of air signs would be really competitive about winning a strategy game. 
Mm, you're so right. You're so right. Actually. Yeah. Libra could yeah. be, but they just wouldn't want to upset everything, but they would still really want it. I feel like an Aquarius energy is like, I'm going to win this strategy game yeah, because I, I am, am the smartest. superior. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm the smartest robot in this room. But <laughs> well, it's really satisfying whenever I beat Guillaume at the train game. I bet. Know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, come, I don't know. Like, as far as like, let's take it all the way back to like that. Like, I'm more of a spatial puzzle game. And you guys are more of like, like you both enjoy Sudoku, which is bonkers to me. Like, where is that? Where is that? Is that like, you both have but like Virgo going on? I don't know. Your spatial thing, I instantly went to, yeah, you're in a Sagittarius. So you see the bigger picture of things. Mm. I cannot zoom in to that and be like, I need to figure out this problem. Like, but mm. you can step back and be like, oh, I see all of this. Okay. Is that it? I don't know. That's sort of how I approach Sudoku though. Like I look at all nine cubes and like figure it out there, you know, but I do have like, you know, a lot of Sagittarian influence on my son, but like Sudoku is not to me, like here's one little cube of nine and like, let's figure it out there. It's like, no, it's all connected. Maybe like, I don't know. I don't know if this has to do with fixed or what it is, but like, okay. Like the puzzle games that I like, there's not only one solution. Whereas Sudoku, there is one Mm. solution. Yep. You know? So like, there's something about that with like, I don't know. um, Yeah. I don't know exactly. Would it be Mercury? Um, Oh yeah. The way you're, you like logistically look at things. That's actually a really good point. Cause I've got that mutable Mercury where I'm like, I like that there's options here Mm. and you guys have the, the fixed and cardinal Mercuries. Like we all have fire Mercuries, but you guys have a little bit more of like a, I'm going to tackle this and I'm going to find the way that it works. And that well, makes then Martha, a lot of sense. Between yeah. you and me, what kind of puzzles do you like that I don't or that you don't like and I do? Do you like, um, not word searches, the other one. Crossword, crossword puzzles? Yeah. Oh, no. Okay, I hate them because I feel okay, like there's so- too many options. Yeah. Okay. Crossword <laughs> puzzles? No. I can do crossword puzzles. They're not like my go-to, but mm. I feel like there's so m- too many words to choose from that could fit in those few blocks. Oh my god! And my and they're mom never is words the- that you use in everyday life. My yeah. mom is the crossword puzzle. Like that is what she thrives on, and she's got the Aquarius Mercury. So like that is like it's fixed, but air. Where she's like, I'm going to find the word out of my dictionary yeah. of like, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. My mom loves crossword puzzles. She's got that Capricorn energy. Yeah. She loves like Scrabble, any of, well, but Scrabble has options too. Mm -hmm. Anyway, this is just a conversation about what games and puzzles we like rather than like all the Zodiac signs. (laughs) Yeah. No, but yeah, trying to figure out, is that a Mercury thing maybe, you know? Yeah. Is our puzzles related to Mercury? Hmm. I don't know. know. I'd be interested to talk to you, Mimi, about our differences, but maybe that would take way too long to show up on the podcast. Maybe we can talk about this off the podcast. (laughs) And if we find the answer, we'll tell you guys one day. Exactly. (laughs) (sighs) All right. Hmm. Well, I'm curious. This might be another conversation that just turns into like talking about what ours are, but have you noticed any sort of recurring pet peeves with Zodiac signs or like, what are your pet peeves? We started rambling about this via text and I'm so glad you're bringing it back because that is, Mm. yes, yes. 
it was like a whole, I forget, like, I remember we all had like a similar thing of basically our time being wasted. I hate my time being wasted. Like that is, and maybe that's fire energy. Like I've got things Mm -hmm. to do, even if I don't like, (laughs) like, Like I could, but also I could just be sitting. Yeah. Respect. I could just be sitting by myself and instead I'm placing my energy to like be available for you. You know, there is like a a pet peeve disrespect. Yeah. Yeah. A pet peeve that I realized I had recently, Mitch and I were going on a bike ride and a major pet peeve of mine, and I don't understand why everyone feels the need to do this, is all the bikers that like have to say hello to you. Like, can I just bike in peace? I don't want to have to interact. I just want to go where I'm going. And the whole, how you doing? I just like, shut up, just shut up and enjoy your bike. That's it. (laughs) That would not happen in Paris. (laughs) it could i mean it depends that's Uh, really no thank you i'm not trying to meet friends like i it's a half a second interaction that like doesn't need to happen and i realized that was a pet peeve of mine and that's my aries right there i was gonna say there's aries i have a question because i feel like most pet peeves and this is why i'm bringing it up because your pet peeve happened in public but i feel like most pet peeves happen behind closed doors but that was like a public Mm. pet peeve yeah, so but it was it, like, I would never say that to somebody. Cause obviously I say like, Hey, like I, I smile back, whatever. Like, you know, that's what the interaction they want to have, but like behind closed doors, I'm like, God, what else? Like, I just, why? I don't want to. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Cause I would be in, I, I feel like I'm so fixed that I've been taught that I'm supposed to say hi. Mm-hmm. And if I don't, or if someone doesn't, I'm like, what's wrong with you? weren't you taught you were supposed to say hi Mm. and that's my extra multiple crazy a million planets fixed in me (laughs) it's so interesting like with my mutable self I'm like I'll say hi I don't have to say hi you know (laughs) I just like like fine I'll say hi I just though when I go biking I just want to enjoy the fact that I'm in this incredibly beautiful area and like getting away from humans and like societal expectations to be people pleasing and whatever and like I'm in a good mood it's not because I'm trying to be like you know shut up I'm in a bad mood like I don't want to talk to anybody it's just like I just want to enjoy this time I don't want to have to feel like I have to smile and say hello and all of that stuff so if you ever see me biking the best thing you could do is just leave me Don't alone. Don't say hi. <laughs> what do you feel about like a smile nod? Yeah, a smile, great. A little, little like teeny tiny like hand wave from your handlebar, fine. Hmm. But like, don't expect me to voice myself. I don't want to. I like okay. that. I like that because it it's almost like when you're in moments of escape, you don't want to, oh, is this a Mars thing coming out? When like, when you're in moments of like, cause you're doing an action, you're like, that's an activity that you're doing. And your Mars and mm. Pisces wants to like, just live in this like beautiful, mm. like disconnected world. And people keep bringing yeah. you back to earth, bringing you back to earth yeah, and you can't. Really yeah. And whereas like, I'm thinking my Mars and Gemini, like the things that really bother me are when people like, and, and this is again, a public thing when you're just so unaware of your surroundings, when people are so mm. unaware of your surroundings that you're like walking in the middle of the sidewalk or yeah. you stop in the middle of the sidewalk. Oh my and like, gosh. Yeah. Oh my God. Like the rage <laughs> that it builds in me when people just yeah. stop in the middle of the sidewalk. And then I feel like I get angry. Like that does ignite my Mars. Like if it's somebody that I'm with, if it's somebody that I'm with, I'm like, how do I be like, you're being an asshole without 
causing a confrontation right now. <laughs> like get out of like move to the side. Like don't just stop in the middle of the sidewalk. I don't know, spatial awareness. And also yeah. like something about like, I feel like there's a politeness and respect factor that always comes down to me for pet peeves where it's like, are you wasting my time? Like that's like a disrespect thing or are you completely so in your own zone? It's like, I know we all have our days, you know, like we all have our yeah, moments. Yeah, for sure. But at the same time, I, I really feel like some people- When it's repetitive maybe, behavior. When it's repetitive behavior, like just go to the side, just go to step aside. I feel like, yeah, it coming back to respect and like authority in a way, like that makes a lot of sense for Capricorn slash like uh, 10th house stuff. Because yeah. I feel the very same way, like especially with time wasted. That's definitely my ultimate pet peeve. If someone has wasted my time, I get- that like irks me. And that makes sense with my moon in the 10th house of like, I want to be respected and I want like my efforts and my energy to be respected in that way. And for you in Capricorn. I have a Pisces 10th house. So you'd think I'd just be like oh, freaking yeah. amoeba floating around in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hmm. You've got Capricorn on the seventh though. So on that, the like, seventh? No, I have an eighth house Capricorn. Oh, right. Never mind. So like, what would your, what would your pet peeve be then? Or like what your Mars is in Libra. Like if we are relating a little bit of like, I don't know, like. Well, if we're talking about in public, don't talk too loud that it really embarrasses me. Mm. Um, But in private is honestly where I have a lot of pet peeves. I feel like kind of that Libra Mars makes me not want to have pet peeves in public, if that makes sense. Yeah, I just want to be really agreeable agreeable but at home that's where that shit comes out like i remember as a child being outraged by my mother and my sister chewing like uncontrollable rage inside of me i get that but i don't have that through loud chewing i I get that that's not pleasant, but I will say that I understand some people are so outraged by that. And I'm not like saying, I love when people are talking through chewing, but I don't think it upsets me to the degree that it upsets other people. Well, I've grown out of it now. It doesn't bother me at all. I honestly don't even notice it anymore, but I just remember being outraged as a child. And I'm curious if that was like an anger I had in another part of my life that I wasn't like releasing and it was coming out in that pet peeve moment. Yeah. But interesting. That was something at home. And then also pet peeves is like if someone moves something that I put in a specific place or like leave something on the ground, like doesn't do something the way I would. Oh, here's one. Someone was doing laundry for me recently and didn't separate the colors. Oh, no. And only did a quick wash. And I believe it needs to be like the full wash on a cold level, separate the colors and put the detachment yeah. on. What is that in English? Anyways, I know most people do not do that. Mm. But when people do not do that, it outrages me. I'm like, you're ruining the clothes. What is happening? And I realize I'm outing myself as a complete dick on this episode. But <laughs> I think we're all outing ourselves as semi-dicks for sure. Don't worry. I'm a really nice person. Just don't come in my house. I'm a Scorpio moon, okay? <laughs> I was going to say that seems like that it's a combo of fixed energy. And I can't like maybe just the chewing for whatever reason just made me think Virgo, which made me think Chiron. For you guys i have chiron and virgo and i know i know yeah. oh chiron oh and number four yeah yeah because something i don't know like just that that just made me think of a i can see that but i also 
don't think Chiron rules pet peeves. I, yeah. I wouldn't equate it to that. It's a little more. It's a little more, deeper than that. A few layers deeper than that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry. I just wanted to say one thing. I see pet peeves as like a leaking of like, if you have an anger circle inside of yourself, I feel like pet peeves are like leaking little parts mm-hmm. of it coming out. Because when I'm yeah. really calm and chill in my life, I don't have these pet peeves. It's when I'm trying to control and organize everything around me mm-hmm. because I'm not okay that those pet peeves are happening. So, so then, then where would it we... is where Virgo is in your chart? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, like seeking order and like needing order. Where do you guys have Virgo? I'm on the second house. Of, maybe yeah, a do not talk through chewing food near me and <laughs> let me be alone when i'm just enjoying my activity <laughs> i don't know That's how are you with money and stuff um no i'm pet pretty peevy if no, someone was I'm to spend your money, money. Well, okay no one would ever spend my money who would spend my money i know <laughs> but like you have a partner if he had access to your bank because i'm thinking second That's house is like money and stuff yeah yeah, that's really interesting. Would you want to control your know. money? Oh, for sure. I would want to have control over my money. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. That's interesting. I think Virgo's on my my ninth house. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Virgo's on oh, my ninth house. Maybe like, uh, oh, I don't know. I'm thinking like education or not like, like ignorance versus educated. It's it, there's definitely some sort of like freedom factor, but I think that that's just like Sagittarius in general. But like you know, I, when I was a teacher, do not tell me how to teach reading, especially if you don't have any sort of, I don't mm. know, better mm. like you know how my former principal was a music teacher before he was a principal, and like I am so music teacher fan of the arts and schools one hundred percent, but like don't tell me that you have a better grasp on how to teach reading than me, and also. Mm everybody teaches differently. Like, let me do it my way and not have to follow the whatever. So there is something that I have to do about like the teaching, the way that I want to teach, but I don't know that that is necessarily a pet peeve, but I could see like there, I do have like my Mars in the sixth house, which is that Virgo energy and things that Mm -hmm. keep me from doing the things I want to do, like just that Mars of like, whatever's keeping me from doing it, like whether it is wasting my time standing in the middle of the sidewalk, like taking forever to make a plan, you know, something that is keeping me from doing whatever it is we're going to do. I have a hard time. Like if I'm, if a decision is made, I need it to happen right now. I have a hard time with that kind of waiting, wasting energy. And so Mm -hmm. I think both Mm. like my Mars and Gemini and then Virgo ruling my ninth house, which again, is that like, you know, there's that mutable fiery type of like go energy, travel energy. I don't Mm. know. Oh yeah. Maybe we can look at planets in the sixth. Mm. In that that, way. Yeah. Like for pet peeves, like we're equating it to Virgo. Do you have planets in the sixth Mimi? Yeah. I've got Neptune and Uranus, those outer planets. Oh Yeah. But oh, what was I just gonna say? I was thinking something about pet peeves. Well, it'll come back if it does. Well, I think it's like I, I appreciate that the three of us do come down to like respect being a pet peeve thing and time mm-hmm. wasted, especially because we're fire signs in general. Like if we do, if we just overgeneralize and not get to like the specific planet or house or whatever, like us fiery people got things to do. And if you're like wasting, I don't know, wasting time or impeding that, I think yeah. 
you know i do feel like mars can be a can be a ruler of pet peeves because pet peeves really are just like having impatience or not being able to like accept the situation and mars just has that like really fiery impatient energy where it just wants to go 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 and anything that's stopping it is just going to piss it off so i do feel like that pet peeve it's like i mean it is sort of like an uninvolved just way to like lash out some anger like martha said i really like that imagery of having that circle of of anger and then like letting it seep out a little bit through some holes those are pet peeves so I do think like Mars, that, that inner aggression. Although my, my, my random ass pet peeve that I shared with you guys is when people have oh, flip-flops, God. not the type that goes between your toes, but just the band across or sandals yes, or ones. like, or whatever the slide ons and their toes fucking fall over the front of them. It is, like, <laughs> it is gross. Like get the right size shoe, put your toes where they belong. I hate, <laughs> I hate, I hate seeing people with their toes flopping over the top of their sandals. Like, I don't know what Mars or planet that it makes me, it must be Pisces foot related something, but like, I don't is know. Is it the foot or is it the shoe? Is it the or foot is or is it the toes? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I can't remember. We discussed it at one point. I think it might be Capricorn moon. Where it was like, I just like an intolerance for stupidity, which sounds like the like most stuck up thing that somebody could possibly say. I feel so stuck up saying that. But when people that's ask why I stupid questions, that oh, mm-hmm. that's why you think what? Well, that's why when you said ninth house, I was like, oh, that like ignorance. Because I know you do have that. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. I see that now. Like, yeah, the ninth house Virgo, like the ignorance factor. Yes. Oh my gosh. Ignorance and not ignorance because of like circumstances of lack of education, lack of education. But like when people ask stupid questions or redundant questions, or it's like, again, that wasting of time, but yes, I think it is like an ignorance, but almost like a chosen ignorance that yes. Mm. Oh, yes. (laughs) Put your toes where they belong, you know? (laughs) okay i just want to say i'm having a moment listeners that i feel like you guys are all gonna think i'm a big asshole so just give me grace i was being vulnerable in this episode okay normally i am a good person i love your scorpio (laughs) and like uh and libra coming out there where you're like people please like me and also i was just really deep so (laughs) i need to protect (laughs) yeah literally oh man yeah. Okay, well, I have another. Do we want to do one last ramble? Let's yeah, do one last report. Okay, I feel like we've been talking about doing this for an episode, but we should just do it for a ramble. It is talking about jobs and what signs would do it. Ooh. I feel like we should name jobs and then mm-hmm. just say like what Good signs job. we think it would be. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, chef. Chef. Taurus. So I have a cousin who's a very like world-renowned chef. He's cooked for Obama a couple times, and he is just like <laughs> Taurus. He's a Taurus. You I know, I said Virgo. Like, if you watch mm. a show, they're so particular. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. so true. That's a good point. I think that would be a great combo. And I chef. wanted. That's Mitch. Mm, yeah, and he's a great chef. And Mitch is a good cook. Yeah. Does he no, care about how it looks? Yes. Oh, we, whenever we make a meal, that's like not the best presentation. We go, sorry, the presentation's off, but it'll be delicious. And we're like, it's okay. (laughs) See, I feel like the Taurus energy would want it to look nice and taste nice. And the Virgo Mm. 
comes in and can execute that shit. Mm-hmm. I Ooh, like that. I like that. Yeah. Very fun. All right. Dentist. Next job. Oh, dentist. That's some Saturn shit. <laughs> that oh, dentist wants yeah. to cause some pain. I hate the dentist. Yeah. Okay. Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Capricorn. But like, I don't, I don't know. know why, but I see Aquarius. Well, I was going to say Aquarius like is Saturn. Thing. Aquarius mm-hmm. is also Saturn ruled. Oh, yeah. Well, then Aquarius, Rude. not Capricorn, because I feel like it's a weird topic, kind of, but you have to be very smart. There's like a lot of weird things going on in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Like you're a doctor. Way, if you're dent- for any listeners that don't know, Saturn rules the bones. So that's immediately why we all kind of just went straight to Saturn. Yeah. And your teeth are bones, if you didn't know. <laughs> For those listeners who don't know, <laughs> your teeth your are teeth in fact are bones. bones. <laughs> <laughs> oh We're a really God. educational podcast. <laughs> hey, I feel like maybe people don't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, next job. Give it to us. Firefighter. Oh, you have a lot of insight on this. Yeah, you do. Why don't you give yeah. us your thoughts? Well, it's obviously Mars. Yeah. The Aries energy. <laughs> but I also, I feel like Virgo-y Gemini energy too, like very mercurial because they do so many different things. Like you don't realize right. how many things firefighters actually need to know about. Yeah, you've talked I like about that. that a couple of times. That's so interesting to me. I like that. I've always wanted to be a firefighter. Like there's a fire station around me and I have, I mean, this, one of the firemen there has always said like, you need to volunteer. Like you need to volunteer as a kid. I always wanted to be a firefighter. Is that and your Aries son? I know. Yeah. I'm just thinking there's Aries going on. Yeah. Like Aries, Mars, prominent Aries, Mars. Yeah. And Mercury and Aries too. Like you were mm. saying, mercurial energy. Yeah. 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 I like hmm. that. Teacher. So. I mean, I know we say like Sag or even Gemini, but I yeah. will say that so many, so many of the elementary teachers at the school that I worked at were Pisces. And so oh, interesting. I just like, I would normally say there was a couple Sagittarius teachers there as well, but there were so many, especially in early education, like mm-hmm. little dudes, That's actually Sagittarius funny. too, but there's definitely, there was so much Pisces energy going on. My mom was an elementary school teacher and she's a Pisces. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. part of that is because I would never go to Pisces. Imagination. Like I would say imagination, like, yeah. you know, yeah. like having to be able to like connect with, I feel like Sagittarius has like a way of connecting with the inner child, but, or is the inner child, you know, in many ways, like I don't want to ever grow up kind of energy, but I think that Pisces has some like has this ability of connectedness with everybody. And as an elementary mm-hmm. teacher, like you, you just develop this, I don't know, this connectedness. For sure. and also imagination is huge with the little kids too. And actually, as I'm saying that, I mean, I've got, uh, you know, my Venus and Mercury in Pisces house, you know, in the 12th house. So there is something to be said about like that, that Pisces, Pisces energy. 12th house yeah, energy. I love that. Yeah. That's but really I would say that for elementary, like, I don't, I don't necessarily yeah. think so beyond, you know, I think, yeah. For like younger ages when it's not really about, okay, here's all the information I want you to absorb. It is more just about, okay, here, like, let's have some play. Let's interact together. Let's, you know, socialize a little bit. Yeah. And a lot of educators that I know do have Gemini rising, which 
would put them as let's see that would put them as a pisces descendant mm-hmm. so a virgo or a virgo rising and gemini midheaven i think i meant to say um because i do think that that gemini it that is what really rules like the education that all of us do sagittarius is that higher education that's mm-hmm. going like more college or uh, like electional education but gemini yeah. is this is the baseline of what we all are going to learn and all the information we need to know yeah you know just like i love that though because it's just making me think of like me like i went into education <laughs> as a field like right away and it's like okay well my mm-hmm. mars is in gemini i've got a shit ton of planets in sagittarius and i've got like my mercury and venus in the 12th house with that and mm-hmm. i just think that's really uh yeah it made sense like teacher yeah my my chart totally has all the teacher or at least all of the like more early education but at the same time i'm not a pisces and like please don't put me in a kindergarten classroom dear god but like fourth grade yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah mm, that's interesting what about carpenter oh virgo <laughs> interesting is ever i'm just gonna say virgo for every job i feel like i'm virgos are lucky <laughs> damn yeah they can really like uh mesh into whatever job because it i mean every job has like the specific things you need to know and i totally get that because woodworking is so meticulous and like carpentry is so meticulous um and it depends like if it's just all the earth signs really yeah yeah i'm just thinking of my dad he's he's got a whole wood shop and he like you know like learned some of it working construction but learned a lot of it like just by doing it and is something that like i think there's such a value like because earth signs do value like i don't know earthy things you know it's wood but it's completed projects it's the physical like this like let me like show you i made this shelf you know and Mm -hmm. and there's something where each of the earth signs have a different way of showing it like it would be they would be carpenters for different furniture or whatever but like they'd all be able to furniture for framing yeah yeah i just get stuck on virgo because it's if you've ever watched someone actually make something it's so mental Mm-hmm. So it mental. is not Such like problem solving. Yes. Uh, it is not just like hammering shit together. It's like, we need to make this plan. How can we solve it? It goes back yeah. to those puzzles that we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. What about like people who I'm just thinking like their main like career is something like athletic, like dancers or, mm. um, you know, just like gymnasts or Mars aspects. mars anything super physical you would go to mars but like what would make it different than i guess um it depends what kind of dance you know if it's like really classical ballet that could definitely be mars and venus if it's like interpretive dance i think that would be like mars and pisces maybe or also mars aspects to the midheaven mars aspects Mm -hmm. to the ascendant yeah yeah Okay. A lot, a lot of um, like professional athletes have like Mars aspects to the sun, Mm -hmm. like Mars sextile sun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! I like like with like a quick mini ramble. uh, 
awesome listener and Guillaume's cousin Caroline messaged me about like uh, m- people with Mars retrograde having a really difficult time with sports or anything athletic. And mm. it just hit me so much. Like I felt like my world just cracked open because I have struggled my entire life with exercise and sports and doing any sort of activities, having like this deep wanting to do it. Like I wanted to mm. be sporty so bad, but I couldn't do it. And like, it was literally like not, I was not capable. And and like, it's like the retrogrades, like becoming more available to you later on. Like it's becoming so much more available to me now. And I love that idea of being able to like explain that in a way with, yeah, like your Mars is your drive and like how, you know, you're saying with like people who are doing sports as their career, like have positive aspects with Mars and their sun and everything. And so mm-hmm. I'm also really curious to anybody listening, if you do struggle with anything sporty or athletic, like yours truly, let me know if you also have Mars retrograde. Yeah. I'm currently yeah. fascinated by this. So I think that is fascinating. I would love to know if people have that too. Yeah. It's or funny because like opposite mid heaven, like maybe your Mars is in the fourth house or like conjunct your Nadir or something. Mm. Yeah. Any of those aspects. Yeah. It's funny because I do, I do athletics. Well, I do yoga for work and I just looked at my Mars aspects. I have Mars sextile, Venus, Jupiter, and the sun. Mm. oh so, yeah so it makes so much sense that i do something physical for work mm. yeah only sex and that's like and with venus that it's something healing and it's like a grounded activity it's not like a super you know like um intense speed related sport you know mm-hmm. it's something physical that you do with your body to like enable expansion in the body to enable like flexibility i think could be jupiter for sure and then Venus, that like healing and feeling physically like present. My inner yeah. child always wanted to be a dancer. Now looking at my chart, I'm like, oh. damn, that freaking Mars <laughs> Venus aspect would have helped me as a dancer. Yeah, but you, you definitely out. have dancer energy. Like absolutely. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And put, I- you, put your hair in a bun and just call yourself a dancer. Walk around and say you're a dancer. Yeah, yeah I'm just going to tell everyone <laughs> that I'm a dancer. <laughs> they're like you are not graceful (laughs) (laughs) whenever I trip or anything I always say it's a new dance move I'm working on so (laughs) yeah that's the energy yeah I love that I love that I love that the little professions chat does anybody else have any more jobs yeah pottery (gasps) Ooh, water earth yeah water earth Taurus Pisces yeah like maybe even a little Libra. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, maybe the glazing part of it, but pottery yeah, they it don't is hard to be perfect. Yeah. And it's a dirty craft and like pottery takes a lot of mistakes before you make one thing. Oh my God, though. I could totally, totally see a Libra though, who would be the only one in the room that would have like nothing on their apron. Do you know what I mean? Like they would be like the one person who would like not have <laughs> any splatters. Yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking of Tara when we would make like, we made these beautiful clay coasters out of just like mm. Sculpey clay, you know, but like hers were like exactly even the entire like thing was perfectly even. And I'm just like rolling my shit out. Like it is not ba- like, it is just, I'm, I'm trying my best. And hers <laughs> is like, you know, she doesn't like her, like fingers are just delicately making everything perfectly and everything is even and I could totally see some like Libra placement being like, even if it's a Libra mm. rising, like, you know, but kind of situation. As a triple, as a triple Libra, does she have a lot of planets in Virgo too? She has Mercury in Virgo. But then like okay, some Scorpio placements. Right? She's got Scorpio. 
Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Someone that I think needs to do pottery and let me know if this sounds like you, I feel like Capricorn needs pottery. My they mom to fucking just, like, loves it and wants yeah, it. She just craves like, it. It's such a good opportunity because you make so many mistakes, but you can always reuse the clay. And then once you do it, it's like you really achieved something. You feel good about it. But it's like, I think that's a good opportunity to like soften Capricorn energy. It gets frustrating mm. for Capricorn energy speaking for myself because I did art all oh, through I high know. school and I had one really successful pottery thing I made and I still have it. And like the thing, like the glaze they told me it was white and it was clear. And so I made this Mm. piano pot that is just the most beautiful thing ever. It's like swirling piano keys around this pot. And they told me that the white was white and it was clear. So instead of having crisp white piano keys, you see the clay underneath and it's Mm. killed me ever since. But (laughs) I will say like, yeah, it's, it is something where if you really get into it, I could totally see Capricorn, um, thriving my mom wanted to do it so bad and uh yeah yeah do you guys have more careers or are we wrapping up the ramble i think we're good let's wrap it up let us every listeners let us know if you have careers or like if you're like this is my career and this is my sign you know yeah Yeah, anything that you were like yelling at us in your car (laughs) let us know unless it's like telling us we're being assholes because we know (laughs) yeah i feel vulnerable (laughs) be nice uh yeah this was really fun uh make sure you follow us on all the things and on patreon and martha why did we ramble today because the stars made us do it (laughs) 